Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in the studio today. Now, don't forget, you can listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from your Super Talk Mississippi app. And don't forget, too, your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. But you can head on over to supertalktv.com. You can watch good things. We're on your computer or even your mobile device. And I thought we would start the day today with a good headline that took place in Walls, Mississippi. That's in DeSoto County. If you've been over to the Good Things Facebook group, you may have seen it, that The Rock, Dwayne Johnson himself and all his biceps, actually grew up in Lakeview, a mobile home park that is now owned by another owner in Walls, Mississippi, and he made a wonderful post about how The Rock came back to Walls recently to meet up with his friend who the community there at Walls calls Downtown Bruno. I think he's kind of the unofficial mayor and just everybody's good neighbor. And they walked back through the trailer park and sort of saw where The Rock grew up. Of course, he had a camera crew in tow. I think it's going to be part of his uh, show that airs on NBC TV, the young or young rock, I think is the name of the show, which kind of is mirrored after his life growing up. And so who knows? We may see a storyline that also includes there a place in in Walls, Mississippi. I think it's cool that they that he remembers where he came from. I'm just waiting on the young rock and the young Sheldon crossover episode. That would be fun. That would be an interesting sort of mix of, of two talents. And so, yeah, so, I mean, the people were excited. Of course, he stopped and took pictures. We've shared his story. We had the mayor of Walls on Good Things. I can't remember now. I think he's kept in touch with Bruno. If I remember correctly, he got him a – he bought him a car or a truck. Yeah, he got him a truck. He got him a truck or something like that. So Because if you remember when The Rock, when Dwayne Johnson was a little down on his luck and trying to get started in wrestling – Bruno gave him a place to stay and let him use his use his ride to get to and from and gave him rides and yeah which was exactly what a good Mississippi neighbor would or should do and he's remembered that and sort of paid it forward and two he's the reason why many of us knew that there was a Walls Mississippi you are a small little town in DeSoto County but with a great mayor and uh, it seems like uh, a supportive community for all the good things that are that are going on there so if you want to see the photos or read the full story, you can head on over to the Good Things Facebook group and share it there. And today is National Drink Beer Day. And I'm thinking some days you just need a beer, right? Some, I can get behind that. You can get behind that. And I know many of you would think, well, every day is a good day to have a beer. And maybe I wouldn't. A beer? Yeah. Beer? No. But there are just some days or some moments or some scenarios where, you know what, a good cold beer just hits a little different, a little better. Particularly this time of year, it's going to be more for me around like a campfire or tailgating or an experience 
We're in the summer months, which some of you would still argue we're still in, but that's up for debate on another day. I'm enjoying the weather, <laughs> at least the morning time weather. It's after you've done yard work, you know, cut the cut the grass or, you know, been been gardening. There's something refreshing about that. For you, this time of year, when's like the best beer moment? Usually within an hour of getting done with work. So yours is just like Cap off the day, kind of tie bow in it, just kick back, relax. Your duties are done for the day. Yeah. And proud of yourself. You know, you know what it's I mean? It's a beginning to my leisure time. Beginning to your leisure time. Well, obviously, there are many national days owed to beer, but today is National Drink Beer Day, and it's wrapping up Oktoberfest season, which I thought was interesting because you would think that that would be in October, but apparently not necessarily. not necessarily. And while the National Day calendar is continuing to research the origin of this delicious beverage holiday, here's an interesting note. It does land on Arthur Guinness's birthday, which is the founder of Guinness Brewery. So whoever nominated today to be National Drink of Beer Day, it, you know, they were kind of on to something. I feel like maybe they were part of the Guinness family or a big supporter of it. And if you didn't know, beer is one of the oldest prepared beverages. It dates back to 9,500 B.C. when cereal was first farmed. I mean, they didn't even go for the Lucky Charms. They said, "Woo, move over milk. We can ferment this into something into something uh, better. And it is recorded in written history of ancient Iraq and ancient Egypt. So it has been. And we've spoken here before on the history of different, uh, you know, adult beverages that you had to because of the water safety. It was like a way. Oh, yeah. It was a way to keep you alive, which is very. I mean, I could be wrong on my timeline, but I, I'm pretty sure I've got the timeline correct from the archaeological record. But humanity created beer fermentation or d- discovered fermentation and developed beer and alcohol before we ever figured out we needed soap to clean ourselves priorities if you drink enough alcohol you don't worry about soap <laughs> uh, okay so i thought since this is a fun day and so many of us do enjoy that beverage hopefully responsibly or every now and then as john and Corinth says the best time to drink a beer is when you're alone or with someone else it's pretty much any time but it is a celebratory uh, sort of beverage it's a day that ends in why it's a day that ends in why absolutely uh, but there are some moments that are better to cheers than than others or at least more memorable but we know that rhino is our resident google expert by that i just mean our encyclopedia He's not an expert on Google, though. I feel like he's our resident Google, should I say it that way. And I always love a good time to to hit a, a good true or false quiz on Rhino on the fly. And, y'all, he's, he wasn't prepared. He had no idea. What I'm we- never prepared for these. It's all, I always get that... <laughs> That sinking feeling like uh, I've got a test that I didn't study for. Because I didn't give you an opportunity. I just text him. I say, get your paddle ready. (laughs) (laughs) And he knows something fun is coming. But I'm always surprised by how much you know about the most random things. And I think it's a fun opportunity to learn something new about things that we most of us have uh, have in common. Okay, true or false, and if you're watching over at Super Talk TV, he's got his handy-dandy paddle. Y'all know what I've been watching. His handy-dandy notebook, yeah, our Blue's Clues reference for the day. Okay, beer was not officially considered alcoholic in Russia 
until 2013. True or false? Do you it sounds oddly specific, so I'm going to go with true. That is true. I don't know the backstory behind it, other than the quiz online told me that. I imagine true. it's because of the alcohol content and their laws, if I'm not mistaken, are based on the alcoholic content percentage. So most proof. so most beers are going to be lower, right? Lower in percentage. Okay, next, true or, true or false, you can follow along with us, see how well you know your beer history. Ode to his love of beer, I think it's Henry, is it the 8th if it comes after the V? I know the V is 5. Henry the 8th used to bathe in it. True or false? Mm, he was a bit of a glutton, but I'm going to say false. You are correct. That is false. I think he did bathe in goat milk. I think that's one crazy story. Well, I could see some medicinal purposes for that. Even people use yogurts and milks for all kinds of skin therapies and things. Dude definitely needed a bath. He he suffered from his 20s till his death with a big open sore on his leg that nobody really talks about. Stop. Yeah, he was gross. That is gross. He needed some protein and some air flowing into that. Instead, he got... Multiple wives and poultices put on it. Well, I know where the multiple wives came in because I want to look at that and you're like, Rrr! what do I need to do to get put in the dungeon? <laughs> it's probably not exactly how it went down, but I could see. I, but, you know, if you had a sore like that, you would think maybe bathing in beer would help. It would sting. You need some pretty strong beer, but yeah, it might help. It might, um, it might help. Okay, the world famous Oktoberfest. It's not held in October. Is held annually in Berlin, Germany. True or false? I know it's in Germany, but I would have guessed Munich. So, but I'll I'll stay true. Ah, it is false, but you were correct with your gut <laughs> choice, which would have been Munich. I had to look that one up. So that was a trick. How far apart is Munich in Berlin? I mean, if you took Germany and plopped it on the map of the United States, it would probably go from Arkansas to the East Coast. So, a few hours drive, tops. I love our loyal listener. Pretty sure it was Borky that said a beer is best in the shower. I do remember Borky sharing that story over at Sports Talk. Oktoberfest is a big annual event, but we don't happen here in the States. But there are plenty of events happening on your main streets in downtown. We're going to get to those coming up next here on Good Things. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 81. Tonight, clear and cool, low around 53. Your Thursday rolls in with some sunny conditions, high near 78. Thursday evening, clear skies, low around 54. And finally, Friday, sunny skies, high near 81. 
This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Swing into the Sanderson Farms Championship for a good time and a great way to give back. Proceeds from the championship are donated to Children's of Mississippi to support the nearly 180,000 patient visits each year. Last year, $1.5 million were raised for Children's of Mississippi, and more than $300,000 were raised for over 60 additional Mississippi charities. So join us for the Sanderson Farms Championship September 26th through October 2nd at the Country Club of Jackson. Here's the story about one of my favorite customers. Tell me, John. Well, I greeted him, of course, as he came in Junikers and said he was looking for something very special for his wife. Mm -hmm. So I shared with him some of our latest collections, and he selected a gorgeous diamond bracelet. It was an exquisite choice I knew his wife would love. So, of course, I had to ask, what's the occasion? Is this her anniversary? Her birthday? (laughs) He just smiled and said, it's Thursday. (laughs) So just because? Just because. A good man. Wise man. You see, when it comes to expressing your love, he knew the right time is now. At Juniker Jewelry Company, love is what we do. We're Mississippi's direct diamond importer. With ten times the diamonds, engagement rings, and fine designer jewelry, you'll see in average jewelry stores. All at the guaranteed best prices in the state. And where every day is Thursday. Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct diamond importer, 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com. Hit the road in style this summer in the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander from Ridgeland, Mitsubishi. Get a sleek exterior and award-winning interior with seating for seven, plus an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today starting at $26,995 during the summer sales event at Ridgeland, Mitsubishi. Going on now. Manufacturer suggested retail price based on Outlander ES2WD. Excludes destination, handling, tax, title, license, etc. Price terms and vehicle availability may vary. See dealer for limited warranty and program details. Offer ends 9-30-22. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345. 8090 601-345-8090 that's 601-345-8090 or online at pros.com that's pros.com this is ben shapiro reminding you to listen to the ben shapiro show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m here on 97.3 super talk jackson making your afternoon just a little brighter it's good things with rebecca turner on super talk mississippi Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Something big's happening downtown. Good things are going on. good things happening on main streets and downtowns across the magnolia state so today we're highlighting what's happening downtown this weekend it is brought to you by the mississippi main street association and don't forget you can always go to msmainstreet.com slash calendar to get more information on upcoming events and saturday is the first of october 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 literally it's the first of october and there are a ton of festivals to get the family to starting off on okie lala festival and car show 
in Baldwin, Mississippi. Man, they are excited for the 46th annual Okilala Festival and and the awesome car show. You're going to have craft vendors, food, bingo, kids corner, live music, and of course, the car show. It starts at 10, but if you want to register your car, that's going to start at 8 a.m. And then the judging of the car show will start at noon. So you won't want to miss that. And then in the Pine Belt there in Hattiesburg, you've got the historic Mobile Street Renaissance Festival. It is returning for its 17th year. It's actually kicking off on Friday, September the 30th, and then obviously Saturday, October the 1st. I'm going to get October. I'm not used to saying it yet. It's a two-day event, and it's going to offer live music, art exhibits, and a variety of vendors. You're going to have book signings, a block party, and more on Mobile Street and the surrounding area. you got everything from gospel, R&B, and a blues stage. And then you got your children's village. There's a talent show, a pageant, a bike show, and plenty of games. Not to mention, they've got a pound cake and a sweet potato pie contest. I'm going to need to know who wins both here on Good Things with Samples. And then moving on to Nettleton Town Creek Festival. It was established in 2013. The festival is going to start at like 8 a.m. with a soapbox derby. That should be a lot of fun. And they'll have entertainment throughout the day with food. They're going to have their local arts and crafts and kids entertainment. And Nettleton Main Street also serves adult bubblies. There's a beer day. Beginning at 4 p.m. on the Town Creek and the Town Creek Pageant Winners, they're going to be showcased at the festival as well. So lots of good things going on. In Vicksburg, you got a different kind of bike uh, festival going on. you got the 12th Annual Bricks and Spokes coming up Saturday in downtown Vicksburg. If you like to ride bikes, you can choose between 10, 23, 30, 50, and even 62-mile routes. So there's definitely a bike route for everybody. Each route will take you over the old Mississippi River Bridge. How fun is that? And into the flatland of Louisiana, through the rolling hills of Vicksburg. That's where you're going to get your workout in. Into the Vicksburg National Military Park. If you've never taken a bike ride through that or over the bridge, it's really something unique and special. It is the only opportunity for participants to ride across the old Mississippi River Bridge and then take a spin through the history of the Vicksburg National Military Park all in one ride. And they say all bikes. Road bikes, mountain bikes, strathlon bikes, tandem bikes, you name it. And all skill levels are welcome. So if you want more information on that, then you can go to the Vicksburg Main Street Association's page. Now, today we're going to highlight, too, the Lob Lolly Festival. It's in Laurel. It's held annually on the first Saturday in October. And it celebrates Laurel's heritage as a small town, small mill small mill town. I'm going to get it right. And joining us to tell us a little bit more is Carrie and Rodney Rao. Hey, guys. Hey. I'm so happy to have you here. There's so much going on this weekend on our main streets. It's just hard to think that anybody would be bored in the state of Mississippi. But I know you guys in Laurel, y'all are gearing up for the Lob Lolly Festival. Number one, love the name. So give us a little history about this annual festival that happens in October every year. Okay, we are so excited, too. We have been doing Wild Wally Festival for quite a while now, I think almost about 15 years at this point, which I feel like it has just absolutely flown by. Um, at first, it was called Main Street Festival, and then we rebranded the festival to Lob Lolly Festival, and it is named after the Lob Lolly Pine. Um, so the Lob Lolly Pine Tree is a big deal in Laurel, as we were 
um, the town that Timber built. That's kind of like one of our little taglines that we have um, because Laurel was really founded on the basis of industry. Um, we are a sawmill town. Uh, we always have been. And um, Eastman Gardner Lumber Company was one of the first sawmills in town. Um, even our mall is called Sawmill uh, Square Place, I think, is what it's called. So um, the Lobwally Pine is definitely the the fitting thing to name our festival after. So will there be any, I guess, sawmill-type activities? I'm thinking lumberjacks and who can, you know, bust wood the fastest. I mean, we're fixing to be in fire season, fireplace season. It seems like it'd be a good jump start. A little bit, yes. So we do have Mr. Lobwally. He is the Lobwally lumberjack, and he will be walking around from, like, about 10 to 1 throughout the festival so people can do a little meet and greet and get pictures with him. And then one of our favorite vendors that we have every single year, um, his name is uh, Dayton Scoggins. He is a chainsaw artist, and um, he does live uh, demonstrations of his uh, chainsaw sculptures. Um, And that's a really cool thing that happens every year. Um, So that's we've also got a lot of actual woodworkers that are vendors this year. So we try to prioritize those, um, you know, people who are artists and makers. Well, I think it's really cool if you've never seen someone take a chainsaw to a piece of wood and then create something out of it right in front of your eyes, you're missing out because you'll look at it and you'll say, there's no way that a bear or a fish or, you know, whatever it is that they're that they're trying to create is going to come from a chainsaw. And then by the end of it, you're like, well, there it is. How did they see that? It's kind of like eye sculpting, too. It's real. It's real interesting. Yeah. So what else is going to be going on? I know it's not just all about the sawmill or sort of woods. There's also the festival sort of vibe to it as well for families. So if I've got my kiddos, you know, strapped in, what what's up for them? Uh, I can answer that. Um, there's all, there's one the cool thing about it is is the food. There's tons of like fair type food from your corn dogs and your ice cream and so much great food. Usually um, there's places doing home cooked barbecue and all the restaurants are open, usually with special things going on. So there's a lot of great – you can enjoy a lot of great food. There's, they have a kids' area. I mean, an amazing place for kids to play, even the smallest children. Um, they've also got a lot of kids-friendly food, too, for a lot because sometimes you have picky kids that don't want to eat just anything. There's lots of things they can have. Um, probably one of the best parts about Lob Lolly, if you live in Laurel, you run into people that you haven't seen in years. It's kind of like a big family reunion. And with, since hometown happened, we meet literally hundreds of people every year that venture to Laurel just to experience Loblolly. We've actually met people today from Kentucky and as far away as, I believe, Vermont that are here to experience our Loblolly Festival. That's really neat. Okay, and there's no entry fee, right? But it, are there gates? So does it kick off? How does it get started on Saturday? Right, so it is a free event. It's rain or shine, but it does look like we're going to have some good weather this weekend. Um, so it is spread out all over the streets of downtown Laurel. So literally at 9 o'clock when the festival starts, you can just walk on in, and you're going to see vendors, tents everywhere. Um, so probably we've got a lot of great parking lots um, in Laurel that are kind of outer lots, Uh that would be easy to park in, um, even as far as the mall, if people wanted to walk. Um, but I will say, like, as Laurel Main Street, we have posted a map on our social media and our website. So if anybody needs help um, figuring out where to go, that is a good place to find it. 
Do you know if there's still time to maybe get a small boutique hotel or maybe an Airbnb or something if we want to make the trip for the first time and maybe stay overnight and make a whole weekend out of it in Laurel? Absolutely. Lob Wally Festival is the perfect time to make an entire weekend in Laurel. Um, there, are, We've got a lot of great little um, Airbnbs, bed and breakfast. We have some good hotels as well. So it's really the perfect time to come for the whole weekend. And on Sunday, while not all of our businesses are open, um, we have an incredible art museum. It's the Lauren Rogers Museum of Art. Um, that is a great day thing to do, but there are some businesses and restaurants that are open as well, and the weather has been so pretty. Um, it would be a good time to walk around our historic district, too. Correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't you guys just refurbish, rebuild, or reduce a, a kid's playground or park or somewhere right there near downtown in Laurel? Yes, that's correct. So it's Trustmark Art Park, and it is in the heart of downtown Laurel. It is by Trustmark Bank. It's at the intersection of North Magnolia Street and Oak Street, and um, it has got a hill um, with little slides that kids can slide down on. Um, It's got nice shady trees, and it's covered in turf. So um, that's actually where we're going to have some of our um, junior entrance to our annual scarecrow invasion. So this weekend, um, all, if not all of our businesses are putting out really awesome scarecrows for people to see at Lob Wally and then vote on their favorite. And, um, there are some kids entries and those will be in the Trustmark Art Park for viewing. Well, speaking of favorites, I know that your lot furniture, which is y'all's company there on Main Street, was Merchant of the Year in 2018. Can y'all hang with us and tell us a little bit about your small business there on Main Street? Uh, yes. This company is one of the oldest. Well, hold on. We're going to go to break. And just to remind you that you can find all the information on all the upcoming events over at msmainstreet.com slash calendar. But we've got more coming up next. Land is one of the most valuable assets you will acquire in your lifetime. Hey there, I'm Don Coleman, the land professional at Four Corner Properties in Gluckstadt. Making sure that right property fits your wants and needs is my job. As a proven leader in the land business at Four Corner Properties, I can help you do just that. Give me a call at 662-571-1386 or at the office 601-952-2828. Land for you is what I do. What's the best way to accomplish a common goal? Teamwork. When a team works together, they can do anything with the right leadership. That's why all of us at Janny King, the king of clean, are excited for this season. At Janny King, our team has been working together for over 35 years, cleaning your offices, schools, buildings, and churches. Let our team help your team. Go to JannyKingCleans.com and trust your clean to the king. That's JannyKingCleans.com. Jenny King, the king of clean. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. Have you heard? Trust Care Kids is transforming children's health care. 
From newborn care and routine appointments to urgent care available seven days a week, we provide the best care and the best experience for you and your child. Like our jungle-themed rooms, filled with interactive screens and games. Your child will be comfortable and you'll be confident in the care. Schedule your appointment at TrustCareKids.com. Trust Care Kids. In Mississippi, fall means cooler temperatures, football, and hunting season. It also means amazing rebates from Browning Safe Company. But not just any rebate, triple rebates. Security Joe with Discount Gun Safe says it's time to save big now on a new Browning Safe for your home or office. From now till the end of September, purchase a new in-stock Browning Safe and receive a rebate for $150, $225, or $300. That's triple the savings on Mississippi's number one choice of gun safes. Just think of what you you can do with that extra money. Come visit the showroom of Discount Gun Safe, 2636 Old Brandon Road in Pearl, and browse from over 200 safes. Planning on building a safe room in your next dream house? Check out the Browning Fire Rated and FEMA Approved Vault Door on display at Discount Gun Safe. If you need your new safe delivered and installed, their licensed and discreet delivery can do it for as little as $100. That's Discount Gun Safe, 2636 Old Brandon Road in Pearl. Madison Cellars, proud to be a sponsor of SEC Sports. They're your headquarters for all your wines and spirits. From special party needs to picking up that favorite bottle of wine for dinner, it's all at Madison Cellars Premium Wine and Spirits. Highway 51 at Madison Station Shopping Center. It's Alyssa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Floridians who didn't evacuate are now being advised to shelter in place as Hurricane Ian makes its way towards the state's west coast. Nicole Valdez is in Tampa with the latest. Winds are strengthening. We are seeing more rainfall. Conditions are quickly deteriorating across the Tampa Bay area. We've also seen some pretty devastating flooding in areas, including Key West yesterday, as Hurricane Ian slowly approached those islands there. So it really is only a matter of time until we see things get even worse than we're already seeing it at this point. The threat, again, continues not just for that storm surge, but catastrophic winds and flooding as we see what could be an incredible amount of rain. Power outages are already being reported for over 150,000 people. With maximum sustained winds around 155 miles per hour, the hurricane may become a Category 5 storm by the time it makes landfall. Have you ever seen a field of corn or soybeans or cotton growing along the highway? Think about that for a moment. From tiny seeds comes this field of crops. You and I need to live our lives every day. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation celebrates 100 years in 2022. We began much the same way as a seed of an idea that took root in 1922. In the 100 years since, the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation has contributed so much to our lives across every county of this state. From insurance to hospitals, from private property rights to road and bridge repair, Mississippi Farm Bureau has fought to make a better way of life for Mississippians, member or not. So, while agriculture is important, we are not just a farm organization. 100 years of strengthening our families, our communities, and our state. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. 100 years of faith, family, and Farm Bureau. Get the news that matters to Mississippi on Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Each weekday starting at 10 a.m., Gerard brings you a spirited debate on the key stories of the day with the newsmakers and powerful reporting on the issues you care about. 
Listen on your local Super Talk station or anywhere you get Super Talk Mississippi. And watch the show live on C Spire Channel 70, Super Talk TV, and on the Super Talk Mississippi app. Upbeat, positive, and stories that make you smile. This is Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. Watch good things on your computer or your mobile device. Just head on over to supertalktv.com. And speaking of events, you've got the Centerson Farms Championship. It's almost here. And Sports Talk Mississippi will be there at the Country Club of Jackson today and tomorrow. And then on Friday, you've got the Gallo Show at Middays. They will be airing live from there. But if you're in town, swing into the Centerson Farms Championship for a good time and a great way to give back. Proceeds from the championship are donated to Children's of Mississippi. If you want more information, go to sandersonfarmschampionship.com. And while I had Carrie and Rodney Ralph of Lots Furniture on with us today, talking about the Loblolly Festival that is coming up on Saturday, I noted two guys where in October of 1917, when both of y'all were with us <laughs> in Laurel, that the Lot uh, Furniture Store got started. And I thought, man, what a staple there on Main Street and for small business in Mississippi. So I'd love to hear that story. Yes, I'm glad to share that story. Um, Lot Furniture opened right here where we are still located today in 1917. When Mr. Lot first opened the stores, he usually he used to deliver furniture out to the last of the lumber bills before they kind of all went out. And um, eventually by 1960, he had 11 furniture stores around the state of Mississippi, and three of them still exist today. Our store, Forest, Mississippi, and a store in Macomb, Mississippi are still open. Um, the owners have changed hands from Mr. Lott to the, to the owners now, but it's still the same warm, friendly family furniture store like you've always been going to all your life here in Laurel. So the Loblolly Festival is to celebrate the heritage of the sawmill town that was Laurel. Did that really lend it to Mr. Lott having the resources he needed to create furniture there in his shop? I mean, it feels like he was connected to the source. Yes, ma'am. I think in Laurel's early years, Laurel had a lot of... Um, Merchants move and invest in Laurel. Entrepreneurs moved to Laurel from other cities and invested in the city and built beautiful homes and businesses downtown. And when the uh, lumber industry began to fade in the middle of the last century, um, a lot of those men left and went back to bigger cities. But they're, what they left here in Laurel is a huge tribute to what we once were when the city was founded. Um, we were like one of the first stops on the Crescent Line out of New Orleans where it was built back in the day. I believe they started putting uh, wood, putting lumber on those trains before the the uh, line was even finished all the way to New York. So yeah, this this was the this we were pretty much the lumber capital of the whole United States around the turn of the last century. That's really cool, and I know there are so many homes within Mississippi, particularly there in Laurel, historic ones and beyond, that have pieces of lot furniture in there. They were heirloom items that people passed down. I know even within my family who uh, who live up that way in Clark County and beyond know about lot furniture. I know a lot's changed over the last hundred years or so, probably in the way the business works, but there's probably some things that are still the same. So if you walk into lot furniture today, what do you what can you get, or you know what would you expect? Well, lot furniture today still looks like it did many, many years ago. 
Um, it's a historic building. It's absolutely gorgeous. I don't think I've realized it until in recent years. So many people point out to me how gorgeous the story is. But it's the old Laurel building that's been here so long. And, and today's lot furniture is different. We have a design center now. We can do custom pieces for people. The furniture industry is changing. Um, in fact, I, have, I fear small family furniture businesses losing to all the big box stores that are moving in now. And so if you are listening, please support your family shops. It is so important. The money you spend in family shops goes back and builds your community like nothing else will. If you have a butcher shop, go see them, your furniture stores, any local businesses. I think it's very important to learn from our past and as we push forward through the years, make sure we take care of our families. Well, they definitely don't make furniture like they used to, right? I mean, I think we all have those quality pieces. My great aunt passed down hard rock maple, and if you set a a teacup or a coffee cup or something on her on it without a having a coaster, man, you were going to see Jesus quick, or she at least was going to make you feel like you were going to meet him in an instant. And so, you know, you usually find more quality when you shop in your local stores as well. That's true, and not only that. People who own the small businesses, they stay with you after the sale. It's not, you know, you walk out and they're with you for as long as you shop with them. And also, talking about the old pieces, I still have people come in asking about wardrobes. Many older homes didn't have many closets, and people have more things now than ever. So, for years, wardrobes were a big were a big seller here. So many people, when they buy their home, about wardrobe to hang clothes in, store blankets. And that's an item that doesn't really exist anymore. Um, unless you go to an antique shop. So it's funny how times have changed, but the people who have those wardrobes that were sold here for 100 years, you know, they're treasures, they're heirlooms. Well, I think, too, and just our small businesses that have weathered the test of time, like lot furniture over 100 years, um, it's, it's, you know, it says something, too. It also says something about our main streets and what it means to keep those alive and sort of thriving. And so if we are coming out to the Loblolly Festival, will you guys be open, or can we just get a good peek in the window, or what will that be like? Yes, yes ma'am, we will be here. We can't wait. And to follow up on what you just said, not just it doesn't speak so much for the businesses, it does. Also, the communities that support the businesses are the reason they last. Nothing make, nothing has more power than us with who, where we go and who we shop and who we support. So um, I think that that speaks a lot of our Laurel community to keep a business open for over 100 years to support it, not just us being here. We're just the caretakers. They're the ones that have kept us here. But, yes, we cannot wait. If you come by, I will be here all day Saturday. If you're a histor- history buff, I'll be glad to tell you about old Laurel history the best I can recall and point you around town even maybe give you some tips on my favorite food so be sure and come by Lot Furniture and check out the old store and meet us we'd love to see you but most of all plan for an exciting day it's going to be amazing it's going to be amazing I appreciate your time and sticking with us here on Good Things and I look forward to hearing all the wonderful things that happened this weekend it's going to be a great time thank you for having us yeah thank you so much all righty, there you go. You may have one of those lot wardrobes hanging around in your house or maybe in your grandmother's house. I mean, I'm telling you that hardwood maple or hard rock maple is what she would say. That is hard rock maple, sweetie. Go and get a coaster, but with those like stark eyes and that kind of look like and it would it would leave like a ring or sort of mark and they don't make furniture like they used to if you are lucky enough to have heirloom pieces that have been passed down real wood that you could not knock on and hear and then they're heavy when you go to move them 
you know, you're you've got a treasure there because it's even the good stuff these days isn't the same as what everybody had in their home. I'd say back in the day, no IKEAs. You weren't coming home putting your furniture together in the fifties and the sixties. No flat pack furniture. No flat pack furniture. No, uh, you know, particle no board. No insert dowel A into part B to connect C to Z. But that's also partly why they kept. It covered and kept it protected. Is they, you know, they valued it. They recognized the craftsmanship. It wasn't you didn't change it with the seasons, kind of thing. Well, it was more of an investment. Yeah, I mean, in two, I mean, they just lived different. Most most families in the fifties and sixties stayed in that house for, thir- you know, for for a lifetime, and so they bought furniture once, and they weren't buying it necessarily again unless something. You know, tragic happened to it. There was something about that generation, though, that while they loved embracing the the tradition of like the wardrobe and the all wood furniture and stuff, there was also a fascination with plastic and covering every seating surface in the house in that thick, crinkly plastic. And you sat on it. You weren't gonna like. Curl up and have a movie night. No. Oh Those things were worse than a leather couch on a hot day. But that's also when you had, in home design, you had the formal dining room, that every teeny house wasted all that room that could have potentially been living space for the fancy stuff that you weren't even allowed to play in or sit on. or The big fancy table with the china and the cabinet, just in case the queen decides to show up for dinner. That, if you think about it, the fact that our grandparents or great-grandparents raised four, five, six children in a thousand square feet or less and kept certain things pristine and not broken goes to show that parents have lost their backbone (laughs) because when I think about the good stuff we have just in our house and you know just two of them running around and the marks and things that have accidentally happened for just because they're the house is lived in and then you think about those heirloom pieces that are Good as they did the lamps with the dangly things on them that never got broken. And for every piece that made it, there's a story of a baseball or wrestling and, you know, that broke grandma's favorite whatever, too. So, I mean, I know not all of it made it, but a lot did. China cabinets that had gorgeous things just sitting out on it. Kids knew. You just knew you didn't go near it. It was done for. It was all over if you broke that one thing that one, in the cabinet over that, there. That one thing, usually it was a weird, you know, Southern Belle looking something another staring at you with her little bouffant thing and her little dress. I'm having a little flashbacks to my childhood. Don't touch the decorative plates. <laughs> Don't touch the decorative plates. Don't touch the dial either. I'm going to finish quizzing Rhino with his beer knowledge coming up next. So come on.
Don't just get a job, get a career with great salary and benefits. The Mississippi Department of Corrections has just increased your salary by 10%. If you qualify, you can be a corporal, sergeant, captain, or major with base salaries ranging from over 36000 to over $47,000. Add to that retirement medical benefit packages up to 17000 more, all with paid-on-the-job training not far from where you live. Visit mdocms.gov to apply today. That's mdoc.ms.gov. Get in the swing of things at the Sanderson Farms Championship, Mississippi's main course. Join us September 26th through October 2nd at the Country Club of Jackson for Mississippi's PGA Tour events and swing into everything the Sanderson Farms Championship has to offer. Play, party, eat, and give. All proceeds go to charities across Mississippi, including Children's of Mississippi. So get in the swing. Visit SandersonFarmsChampionship.com for your tickets today. This is Allison Callaway. Since 1954, Callaway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Gluckstadt, south of Germantown High, Callaway's has a large selection of all your favorite trees, shrubs, and fall color plants. Callaway's has large rolls of pine straw, and we offer quantity pricing. Callaway's outdoor patio furniture is in stock and ready for delivery, all 20 to 50% off, and for a limited time, free delivery in the metro area. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, fall pumpkins, local honey, jellies, jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm-fresh produce seven days a week. Did you know Callaway's has beautiful decorative accessories and gift items for your indoor and outdoor living spaces? Callaway's has bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Callaway's landscape designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Callaway's Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Everything for home and garden, that's what this is the closing agri market report. At the close, the narcotics chain, December cotton was up 40 to 88.49. March cotton was up 46 to 85.85. At the close, the Chicago Board of Trade, November soybeans were up three quarters to 14.08, three quarters per bushel. January soybeans were up two and a quarter to 1416 and a quarter per bushel. December corn was up three cents to 670 and a half per bushel. March corn was up three and three quarters to six seventy six and a half per bushel. At the market till December live cattle was down sixty two to one forty six twenty seven. February live cattle was down sixty seven to one fifty seventeen. November feeders down a dollar to one seventy five twenty seven. January feeders down eighty five to one seventy five ninety five. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is up four hundred forty seven points, twenty nine thousand five eighty three. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Today, I want to talk about a very specific soybean. It's an Enlist E3 soybean, but not just any Enlist E3 soybean. Uh, let me pull over. I'm at a Pioneer test plot near Portageville, Missouri. This field is dedicated to studying new Pioneer brand A series Enlist E3 soybeans. What makes these soybeans special? Because instead of the standard germplasm that is in most Enlist E3 soybeans, Pioneer brand A-Series Enlist E3 soybeans have exclusive and elite germplasm. Obviously, when we're talking about germplasm, you can't see that with the naked eye. That's why Pioneer has test plots like this one all over the country to see how their exclusive germplasm performs in the real world. And so far, their performance is impressive. Strong yield potential and great agronomic characteristics impressive. From their DNA in the lab to their health in the field, Pioneer brand A-Series and List E3 soybeans are literally like no other. 
where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Wednesday here on Good Things and Super Talk. So don't forget you can catch Thunder and Lightning. It's live with Brian Haydad across the entire Super Talk Mississippi network and on Super Talk TV. It's coming up at 6 p.m. tonight after Sports Talk Mississippi and Thunder and Lightning covers the Mississippi State Bulldogs like no one else. And of course, you'll be able to still get your daily Thunder and Lightning episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. And the fact that it is Drink a Beer Day or Drink beer day. I think it's a beer. I think it's just drink beer day. If you want one or you want two, store slow down after that. I mean, it is only a Wednesday. <laughs> but <laughs> the knowledge around it, I think, is a lot of fun. So we we kicked off good things with a um, quiz for Rhino. And we won't go back through them all, but you can catch it back in podcast form if you missed it. But I figured we would finish out my hard work on my quiz that I found on the Internet to make us all a little smarter in beer trivia, in case you are at the Wings place later on and, and they have a question come up, you'll be smart. Cause you never listening. know when you're going to get a pop quiz on beer. It's, you really never know <laughs> when you're going to get a, a pop quiz on beer. You never know when you're going to pop quiz anything here on Good Things. Okay, back to it. So, Rhino, the most popular beer in the world is Chinese, true or false? I would have to say true, and I'm even going to take a guess on which one it is. Cool. Qingdao. You are correct on true. have no idea if you're correct on the other. I tried to find it, and all it kept coming up was that the most popular beer in the world is Chinese. So. I, would, I would imagine it's Qingdao because it's the most popular Chinese beer. And I have a buddy from high school who actually traveled to China. Just for that. And he was talking about how in Qingdao, the, the whole community focuses on the beer factory. To the point where if, if you don't work at the beer factory and you live in Qingdao, what's wrong with you? And on the side of the factory, they have a spigot where you can just bring whatever you need to fill up with beer and fill it up for free if you're a citizen of Qingdao. There you go. I did find, though, that Budweiser was the most valued beer brand worldwide in 2021 with a worth of $16.17 billion. U.S. dollars. Oh, yeah. So there you go. All right. True or false. The first professional brewers were all women. Hmm. Professional brewers is what's throwing me off there, but I'm going to go with true. It is true. And I couldn't find anything to really back it up other than I think back in the day, men were out slaying dragons and things. And so, well, I mean, most of the, it, yeah. the food and most of the, the drinking water and stuff like that was gathered by the women in, in divided cultures. And I would imagine if your mom or your aunt or your grandma or somebody had a really good beer recipe, it would only make sense that, hey, why don't you make that for a living and sell it? So the Bab- Babylon, you know, that was a real... Not always a fun place to live. Let's just put it that way. And apparently it was a serious task, brewing beer. And if you made a bad batch, they drowned you. 
I wonder if they drown you in the bad batch. I don't know, but talk about a little anxiety there for, for brewing your beer. Okay, the phrase rule of thumb originates from beer brewers. True or false? I'm going to say false on that one. Nope, that's true. Really? I didn't get down to like figuring it out, um, but I guess the rule of thumb has something to do with with beer. I'd always heard it involved uh, marital disputes, I guess is the nice way to put it. Usually beer's involved. Well, yeah. <laughs> People suffer from a phobia of beer, true or false? Oh, I mean, there's a phobia for everything, so I'm going to say true. But that one's false. Really? I don't think anyone There's has nobody a afraid of beer. Says this online. There are people afraid of green M&Ms, <laughs> but they're not afraid of beer. In the culture of the Vikings, isn't that your Game of Thrones kinda. era? I mean, Game of Thrones is set in a fictional world, but yeah, kind of that era. Beer was used as a currency, true or false? Oh, true. Definitely true. Well, they say false, but I'll let you win that one. I would have thought that would have been true as well, or or at least trading. I would think it's you would trade. It was bartered with. Bartered maybe maybe with. it wasn't considered the official currency that they were wanting to use, but it was definitely a bartered good. Last one. The same technology used by scientists to monitor volcanoes is used to monitor bubbles in beer. Hmm. Just no clue whatsoever so judging on the specific specificity of the question i'll say true they say it's true i have no way of proving them right or wrong. i mean i imagine you're you're looking at the little tiny movements that you get in the 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 measurement device that you put on the side of a volcano could be used for pressure or bubbles in those big beer vats so yeah if you want a headache the alcohol content is 67.5 percent Compared to the regular 5%, you'll find in the world's strongest beer called snake venom. Blech. I guess they took the crown from Blech. the people that... The world's strongest beer at one point in time was served in a glass bottle wrapped with the skin of a roadkill squirrel. That's, that's really what you want you know to think You know what also goes good with beer? Football. Or I guess technically golf, because that's where they're at today. <laughs> I don't know. But stick with us. you got more coming up next with Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6. Rhino and I will be back with you tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.